Blog Talk Radio. Tonight is the wonderful Miss Rainy Love. How are you, darling? I am wonderful now that I'm here tonight, you know, with our wonderful listeners and, oh, my cohort in uh, <laughs> trouble, uh, Ace and <laughs> I didn't say it. <laughs> oh, I will. I am evil. Everybody knows it. That's like when people ask me how I'm doing, I go evil, and they just get this bubble puzzled look on her face, and I'm like, what, did you not get the damn memo? But anyhow, <laughs> we got to work on that. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> speaking of memos, you know, Facebook is starting to step it up. Yes. And, you know, they're starting to take an attack against this revenge, against revenge porn. Okay, and apparently revenge porn is when you've done some fun stuff, and you were so crazy that you decided to film it. And you bring yeah. it up with them. They kept the tape, and now they want to share it with everybody. Yeah. There's a few problems with this in my mind, in general. First of all, if you're so so still hung up on me that you're going to share my porn, you know, share a private video that you didn't pay me for, hmm, there's an issue there. But I think it's a good time that Facebook stepped the hell up because, you know, there's yeah. some things been going on there. Over at Facebook, it's been a major issue. Um, you know, they had that live stream of, a, what was it, a sexual assault? Um, another right. live stream of, you know, someone killing themselves. Another live stream of someone getting beat up. Yeah, in fact, uh, you know, they, they've actually, you know, it's interesting to me because they've actually um, been able to apprehend some criminals because of criminal acts that they have live streamed you know, on Facebook, mm-hmm. and, and you know, it's, you know, coming a little bit back here, pulling away from that and going back into the putting things mm-hmm. online, you know, with respect to um, past relationships. You know, this is, um, you know, I have to tell you, I've talked to a lot of women who are like, oh, they want me to send, you know, pictures of my chest, or I'm being so modest, I know, uh-huh. <laughs> you know or nudie pictures or whatever, or, you know, guys sometimes will send pictures of themselves, you know, and I always say, you know what, no, no, set a boundary for yourself, I don't care if you're married to the guy, Do Well, not. it doesn't matter, because, well, first of all, if you don't want that stuff out there, don't put it out there, second off, don't, these idiots yeah. should be freaking, you know, they need to be caught. 
come on, live streaming some of this stuff is bullshit. Okay. And as far as in my idea of flagging, flagging is kind of okay because they'll at least do that. But flag the right crap. Oh, it drives me crazy because I'm in a few groups that are like gaming groups and whatever. And Uh pictures will get fragged and the group goes down and it's like it wasn't anything. I mean, please, you'll pick up more in a muscle magazine. Um, yeah, but this stuff is ridiculous. I just, human race in general has just about reached the limit of, are you fucking kidding me? Okay, right, right. right. Are people well, that they, stupid to think that nobody's going to see their live stream of bullshit they're doing? And furthermore, well, these exes needing yeah. to get the attention, which is why they're doing the revenge porn. Which you know, right, if right. if it was an idea, if it was an interest. Um, and, you know, in general, uh, you know, you turn around and you slap a lawsuit on them for failure of payment of product because here's the base facts. Base facts, let's cut out all the emotional crap and the shame and the craziness that goes on in the porn industry. A five-minute video is $1,500. Your ex should be paying you $1,500 if he wants to profit from it. Exactly. And, you know, a lot of this has come about, you know, as uh... – probably most of us have heard, you know, about the um, Facebook um, page that um, the Marines have had going on for years where they were putting women up there without their mm-hmm. permission or knowledge. Um, there was even a case, I guess, in Ireland, I think it was, a judge had, you know, requested Facebook take down a nude picture that been, had been put up of a 14-year-old. And they had taken the picture down, but... They hadn't made it so it couldn't be forwarded and passed forward to mm-hmm. other people. And, you know, statistically, you know, of course, it's usually younger women, you know, on up until about, you know, 29 or 30 that, you know, deal with this problem. And it's usually mm-hmm. women who are dealing with the problem, although it's not absolute. I'll debate that issue, I, darling. I guess that I should be grateful okay. that I'm a little bit older because they don't want to put someone at my age on there. That's okay. I'm not taking nudie photos anyway with anybody. <laughs> you know, but well, we do need you to know, have I, some kind I of I have protection. the standard of what's the price, but, you know, if you can match my price, which is quite high, then we'll look about it. But this is baloney. A 14-year-old girl, why the hell was a picture taken of her to begin with? Who knows? And the thing of it is, is what we have to understand is sometimes younger people get themselves in these situations not really realizing, you right. know, things are happening. You know, well, see, even this is what I thought. Now, granted, I ain't got little kids. I ain't got kids in general. You know, Vlad doesn't have a Facebook. I don't have to worry about that. But I thought parents had control of these kids' Facebook. Um. Uh, apparently not in some cases. I, I do think that there are some parents who do, yes. You know, some you parents know. don't even allow their kids to have it. Well, you know, uh, it's getting to the point that I think Facebook needs to go to 18+. plus. They used to only be a college site. Why the heck is right. a 14-year-old need to be on Facebook? There's no yeah, use to it. Yeah, yeah. They're used to the technology. And let's face it, when technology came to us, did – you know, it's like anything else, okay? You don't always understand, you know, the ramifications of mm-hmm. technology and what's going to come about. 
You know, and that's for grown adults, you know. We don't understand. You know, look at the things that, you know, we're dealing with when it comes to foreign countries or ISIS, you know, or, right. you know, any of those other groups. Uh, well, not only that, not but here's the that other thing. That, about. Right, but there's another segment of this that we need to look at. Mm-hmm. And we as a culture need to get a freaking grip on it. And that's right. the porn industry and all this shame about your body bullshit. If they're posting a pic and you look damn hot at it, you should tell look at them and say, oh, where's my money? I mean, come on. I guess Let's that's look. true. Look at the Statue of David, uh, the Statue of Venus, all that Greek stuff. They weren't running around in three layers of clothes in their, in their statues. I mean, people right. freaking love the Statue of David. They have an affair with the Statue of David. I don't know where mm-hmm. we got this idea that we need to be ashamed of what we look like. Well, I think that that, well, okay, uh, if you look at our, it's very, very complex, and this has been going on for centuries, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, it even goes back to, you know, eras, you know, when, uh, you know, people had to be dressed in a certain way, covered in a certain way. Um, if you go back to, you know, say the 14, 15, 1600s, mm-hmm. people, and they had some wild parties and nobody was faithful. Okay, but there was a certain way that you had to dress, you know, and uh, and it isn't just our country, you know, society mm-hmm. has had different time periods where we've been hidden, and you know, well, you know uh, where course, that comes you know, from, right? You tell me. I wonder if you were going to say comes the same from thing the, as I was. It comes from the Middle East and the idea, of, you know, the burqas, right. You know, people talk about wanting to fight. You know, you bring up ISIS. People want to fight ISIS. Fucking go out and take a damn picture in a bikini. Go out and live your life in the most open, comfortable way. Be proud of yourself. Be proud of your enjoyment. Be proud of your body. And enjoy it. Because that pisses them off to begin with. Well, that is true. I suspect that's one of the reasons why we're infidels. You know. Uh. Well, no. I mean... (laughs) You know, the truth of the matter is, is is we have been body shamed and, you know, even in our present day society, and this has gone on for a long time. And, you know, I know that as a woman, I battle with Mm -hmm. this, you know, and a lot of young women battle with this. And I'm certainly Mm -hmm. not young. So, you know, it's been going on for a while. My mother battled with that shame of, you know, that shame of your body, you know. Right. you know, and I do believe in a certain modesty, you know, in certain situations, obviously, you know. Right. Uh, but, um, you know, we have been shamed that if you don't look a certain way. And the reality is, is what we've been taught is reality of beauty isn't really reality. No, it isn't. And it depends on what culture you're from, on what you consider yeah. beautiful. I mean, right. if you're in, like, China mm-hmm. and... The Pacificas, mm-hmm. their idea of beauty is much different than ours, especially when it comes to the male facet. You know, in China, they like force feed their oldest sons to make them huge. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, in 
the Pacificos, and when I say the Pacificos, the South Pacific a lot of times, women of a larger size is thought to be more beautiful because she's thought to be more um, fertile, productive, you know, whatever label you want to snap onto it. So, you know, the old yeah. adage is beauty is the eye of the holder. I completely agree with. Well, yeah, and, you know, I noticed the difference, you know, when I moved from California to Colorado. Sure. Okay? I'm just an average person in California, I think. I moved to Colorado. <laughs> they like them a little heavier here, I got to tell you. <laughs> well, honey, that would make sense because it's a cooler climate. But at the Probably. same time, Okay, this is my two separate views here on this whole thing. Mm-hmm. One, revenge porn, bad, naughty, destructive. Throw them the hell off Facebook. Throw, you know, shut down the media pro- the profile, block the IP address from ever being able to go on there would be my stance on that one. Especially if it's someone under the age of 18. Why the hell would someone under the age of 18 have news? I don't know. The other stance on that is, excuse me, if you look you know, you think you look great in the pic because you shared it with someone, then by golly, if they're profiting in any way, i.e. getting likes, getting comments on it, then by God, they ought to be paying you. Because here's the facts. If I put an ad on a website for the Psychic Coffee Shop, we have to pay them an affiliate fee for every click they get. Well, by golly, they ought to have to pay these women. And that's what how you'll stop this crap, is go after the men's pocketbook. Well, yeah, I guess that's true. Money does talk, doesn't it? Money runs money business, does honey. Yeah. Now, something else that came out from the Huffington Post was an interesting uh-huh. thing, since we're kind of dancing into the mental side of things. Um, <laughs> narcissists. Narcissists can make friends with other narcissists. And, you know, me and Randy was talking about this before the show, and I made a comment. Most CEOs are narcissists or sociopaths. Mm -hmm. And there's a a healthy narcissism of having that idea of them that, you you know, you got these skills or you got this thing and, you know, you're good at that. And you embrace that and you have that egocentricism of it. That's a positive personality trait. You know, and, now, you know, was, I think that one and sociopaths get passed around way too much as titles. And, you know, it's really interesting because the article um, that we found, you know, talks about, um, you know, narcissists tend to be friends with narcissists. Well, mm-hmm. what they had found is there was a study done and at um, a university where, you know, people were, you know, doing a test on their different traits, you know, whether or not they had anger issues, you know, different kind of emotional or mental issues. And um, they had found that, you know, in this study, through the process of it, that a lot of people um, were identifying with people that were like them, Mm-hmm. It wasn't just the narcissists that they were talking about, um, right. but it brought up a very good point that they actually got along pe- with people who were more like them, whatever their personality right. or emotional traits were. And right. the same, you know, would be true of the narcissist, you know, mm-hmm. uh, because, of course, it's hard to be around a narcissist. 
have you ever been around a married couple that both of them have those traits? Kind of interesting, isn't it? Well, it's very interesting, but, you know, I think the titles like narcissist, sociopath, get a bad rap because they don't see the the use of those, quote unquote, this article, dark personality traits. Really, they're not that freaking dark. If you start looking at where these people go, example, a lot of narcissists get paid a lot of money because they become actors. They become, you know, they go into film or they go into modeling or they go into company running. A lot of sociopaths. Mm-hmm are your moguls, you know, your billionaires that we all look up to and want to strive to be just like them, will become a sociopath. There's a scientist in England that done this whole TED Talk on sociopathism mm-hmm. and, you know, how he went from CEO to CEO. And he's, you know, started checking out this checklist. And most of the CEOs were both narcissists and sociopaths. Interesting. Interesting. Now, I, I don't know about you, Asen, but I get a lot of people who call wondering if, about the person they're in a relationship, if they are a sociopath. What would be some specific um, traits of a sociopath? They separate themselves from others. They make rash decisions. There was a CEO, and he was famed for reforming companies. And what mm-hmm. he would do is – you know, he'd go in and he'd start removing people that needed to be removed. And one of his funnest ways of doing it is you'd walk up and tell him, you just got a new car. And he'd say, great, you're going to be living in that car because here you're fired. Um, you know, they tend to be very much um, ego driven, financially driven. They don't make friends easily. They don't trust people. They tend to be very fascinated with their own selves. Um, very much a power mogul type. Narcissists mm-hmm. believe they're the best things off a of sliced bread. They have that opinion that everything is just, you know, about them. If it's not, they don't have interest in it. Right, right, right. But it's Both also of them difficult to be, tend to be very narrow. Very much so, especially if they're not got the same personality of, mm-hmm. you know, you may be the best thing since sliced bread, honey, but bologna ain't got nothing on me. Right. Well, and if you're in a relationship with that type of person, that behavior can be abusive to somebody. It can be abusive to somebody, especially if you do not have that self-esteem. They go, fuck you. Well, I don't know if I personally would waste my time with somebody who is so uncaring, but okay. <laughs> well, you know, it's one of those. Narcissists will go after what they cannot have. Okay? They're ah. the type that will date people that they are. They know there is no chance in seven ways of hell that they're going to be able to get with. It's fact. That's how they do it. That's their personality trait. Sociopaths will get into relationships with people that can support their ideal focus goal. I.e., if I was a sociopath, I would probably date someone that either can aid my business, give me money to run my business, or is a better psychic than I am. Because it gets towards my focus. Yeah, but you know, that used in the right way is not necessarily negative, 
Okay. Well, it's not, but you know, everybody wants to say that it is because it it's one of those this is how it's going to be type scenarios. You know, they're very much a leader and in charge person. And you know, people get all confused and they hear these titles thrown out by, you know, what I call armchair psychologists to go, oh, yeah, they're narcissistic. Oh, they're just terribly yeah. narcissistic. And it's like, no, not really. Yeah. Yeah. They just don't put up with your, you know, anybody's crap. They go after what they need to go after. So in doing that, yeah. they tend to get that focus a little different. So, you know, that tends to happen. But, of course, you know, we get clients that, you know, think that we're narcissistic because we know our skills. You know, we focus on our strengths and we don't, you know, focus on our weaknesses. Example, I'm not a medium. You're a medium. Uh-huh. You can talk to the dad all you want. Let me know what grandma's cookie recipe was. But, you know, this kind of moves into our topic tonight of understanding how psychic reading works. Understanding uh-huh. that there's some things mm-hmm. that are not capable of doing. You know, recently I had a client, and they wanted to know the time, the date, and the location in which they were going to get a job. Well, guess what? Do you know how many years it took me to explain to David what a calendar was? Much less a clock. He still ain't got the idea. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, David is Asen's special guide. Who right. brought me on board. <laughs> right. Who likes you a lot. But, you know, the point being is, count, you know, and this is what you have to understand. On the other side, they don't have a clock. Time means nothing to them. Everything is now. Um, mm-hmm. There is no, you know, when I'm doing a reading, and I'm sure our listeners who have heard me on the air, you know, it's within three weeks or all probably within a month or whatever, because I'm going, okay, how far away is that to where I'm at within this life path or within this chart? Is that, you know, two pages away? Is that a month away? You know, two pages. Okay. You got to go through this and this and you get there, but timing in general doesn't exist on the other side. Granted, we found ways around that, you know, estimating how far away it feels to how close it feels, you know, and if right. it's in the past, the it'll be, for me, it'll be black and white if it's in the past. Right. Um, for another psychic that I know, if it's a past event that they're talking about, it does that fuzzy thing like a TV off-centered. Um, but, you know, when, you know, when we get questions, and this is why I read on questions instead of general, um, general readings are interesting as Hades. They take forever to get to what you really want to know, um, and I don't do them per minute. I won't. You'll have to book a session with me. Um, and the reason for that is, is a general reading can take up to 45 minutes before we even get into the details of what you're calling for. But people always want to know, well, just tell me what you get. Well, what I get is you need to drink more water. Your back's hurting. Um, the dog next door is really annoying you. Um, you know, you don't really like your boss, but your boss thinks you're egocentral, so she doesn't want to work with you. You know, nothing that's going to be useful for what you know, because it's like, you know, telling me to go find the keys in your house and t- telling me that, oh, they're in the bedroom. Well, you know what? I think that comes from sometimes because of a, of a, a slight misunderstanding of how the psychic world works. You know, first of all, well, 
Um, not only that, but you know, it's, it's coming like, from oh, bad can, can can they see that I'm having a relationship issue? Yeah. Well, yeah, we probably see it, but if you're not telling me what you want to know and you're going with general, you know, um, it's that's not better the most pressing for you issue. to get to. Yeah. Right. But that's not the most pressing issue to spirit. I mean, relationships, yeah, they're the most, you know, relationships or jobs or money. You know, those are what matters to us. But spirit matters. All right, are you doing what you came down here to do? Okay, you came down here to explore. That means you're going to have a lot of different situations. Spirit is going, okay, are you having all these situations? Or you came down as a humanitarian. Are you doing what you're supposed to be doing as a humanitarian? That's what Mm -hmm. spirit cares about. That's what David's going to come off with first is, oh, you need to get out and go do more things. You really haven't explored that much living in that little podunk town of yours. You know, yeah, you've dated a few people and got some experiences there, and you've had a really few interesting personalities, but you ain't really learned how to explore. Um, Or, you know, you came down to learn unconditional love, and you got all these people that are just assholes around you, and you still haven't figured out that you just got to love them anyhow. Now, speaking of all that, because I understand that, and I know a lot of our listeners understand that, you know, that, you know, we come here, we have a life path, you know, things that we're supposed to learn. But in the moment, sometimes, you know, someone's calling for a reading, and they're going to a specific situation, they're not really wanting to know all that stuff. So how do you, how do you, you know, as a reader, because I'll, I'll tell how I do too. How do you, as a reader, you know, get to what it is they're in that moment for, what it is they're wanting to know? Especially if I make them of, ask I'm questions. really in the mood for this. Right. Well, I make them ask questions. You know, otherwise uh-huh. you're going to get, well, you know, you're kind of doing okay here, but you're kind of sucking over here and you ain't getting enough water. Because for some reason, spirit is very concerned with, People getting rest, water, eating enough, eating the proper diet, eating the proper food, you know, the things that are going to keep the, as they see it, keep the car running down the road to complete what you came down here to do. That's their right, focus. Right. So that's going to be the information mm-hmm. that comes through first. And it always comes through first in a general reading. But, you know, they don't really get into well you know Johnny's being an ass and you know you got a choice to come up here and look unless you go and ask you know unless I go and go okay what's going on with the relationship and the and they go all right which one you know because for them every person that you come in contact with is a relationship right right you right. know, whether it's the relationship with your mother or the relationship with the paper boy those are relationships that play a key part within the overall plan of why you came down right correct now you know here's something because you know as you brought up earlier you know quite often someone will call and they're kind of like you know when is he going to ask me out or when am I going to get a job or when am I going to find a house okay Um, you know time like you said is a little challenging when you've got a guy looking at that time. We can well, look at the energy. What's the feel of the time of the year? Does it feel like it's right. close? Does it feel like it's far? You know, does it feel like it's in the general area? Are you getting maybe a different geography? Like, for example, somebody's looking for a job. You know, are they going to mm-hmm. stay in the area? Are they going to move out of the area? 
you know, we're going right. based, you know, on what we're being shown, you know, and well, here's an you know, whether or not it's, yeah. Here's an example. What I do with that is I go, okay, she has to go to the grocery store tomorrow at 3 o'clock. She'll go to the grocery store tomorrow. And it takes her uh-huh. probably, it feels like four minutes to get there. So if that takes her four minutes to get from point A to point B, then it's going to take two weeks for her to have that, have the fight with the mother, go to work, kiss the boss, deal with this, deal with that, and then he calls. So that's going to probably be two weeks. It's ratioing the events or creating your own time because there is no time. It's like reading a book. You know, you can go from one chapter to another, and that character could – you know, get married, get divorced, and have a love affair in that one chapter. Well, that one chapter may have took a time, a physical time period of two years to occur, but it doesn't say, right. all right, March 23rd at 3 o'clock, little Johnny is going to go to school. March 23rd at 5 o'clock, little Johnny is going to smack the teacher. It doesn't say that. You know, and so right. when we're doing a reading, it's called a reading because you're reading what's there. And it doesn't have these time, date, time, date. It has event, 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 event. Correct. Correct. Very good. But now, this brings us to, you know, something else that we wanted to talk a little bit about tonight. Because and we kind of brought it up, I think, uh, even last week. You know, we've got... Uh, Mercury in retrograde, uh, which is always mm-hmm. kind of wonderful for everybody. We've got Saturn direct. In fact, uh, tomorrow's a special day. <laughs> you know. Yes. Uh, and so, you know, this is a time period where things might seem like they're really dragging out. You might seem really, really overwhelmed right now with all of the things that mm-hmm. you need to get accomplished. And right. it's a time period where, you know, you may be having to really take a little bit of extra time on certain things to get them accomplished, and there may be some karmic things that you might be working through during this time. This would, Very much of course, so. include personal relationships. You know, this mm-hmm. could include job, bosses, a lot of different things, you know, a lot of different Oh, it issues. does. It plays a lot yeah. of different issues, and see the and you know we wanted to, I wanted to talk about gravitational theory right. because I get at people a lot of times that go, well, what do you mean Mercury's in retrograde? How can that be affecting us? It's billions of light years away. Astrology, you know, and you know it's been, and I've had people tout this at me, and I'm like, really? Okay, let me break the science of this down to you. Right. Astrology works because everybody is affected by gravity. Thanks to, I don't remember who got an apple on the head or whatever. Um, It was the theory of gravity, but it's even larger than that. Okay, here's the effect. When you take, say, a pen and you hold a pen over a table and you drop it, gravity pushes the pen down onto the table. However, the gravity on the table is also pulling on the pen. This is how... Planets like Saturn, you know, the planets in general affect us. Mercury, right. you know, we're used to Mercury acting like a light, and it's beaming around its gravitational pull on our lives, and we get this steady flow of gravity. But then when it goes in retrograde, it starts not pulling on the pin to come down, but pushing on the pin to come up. And that's how things start messing up. 
the magnetic, and it's shown that the magnetic forces change when certain planets are doing certain things. So those that work right. in EVP will get more EVPs when you have a communicational planet, i.e., you know, Venus pulling on us. Saturn going stationary. Okay, Saturn is our taskmaster. Think of it as being the nagging boss of us that goes, you must do this, because it, that energy or that gravitational force is the ones that push us along. So it is more of a pushing energy, um, and it is considered the taskmaster of the society. So during this retrograde, you know, we're going direct, and then we're going to go into the shadow, and then we'll go into normal Saturn. When it gets back to its normal thing of doing, you know, so it's going to be very much, okay, you got to get this done, this done, this done, this done, this done, today. Type energy, where we've been in that, oh, you know, do whatever, you know, you need to get this done, but the world won't crash down type of stuff. So, you know. And Saturn's going to be kind of making it a little challenging for us, really, up through August, okay? Right. This is really It'll about a year August. of learning and getting through some tough lessons. Lessons right, that because we need to learn that are for our greater good. Yes. Right. You know, it's a societal yes. planet. Um, it's like Pluto is a generational planet because it's so far away. So the gravitational pull push that the Earth receives from it takes a very long time to get here. Right. Right. Okay. So, so what does that know, tell us about, you know, what everybody, I mean, I know that this is a time period where, hey, you know, things that you need to choose to let go here for a while that maybe aren't so important, put right. them to the side. Exactly. You know, be more focused, focused because you, you may seem a little bit overwhelmed right now. Well, not only you, know, you might seem a little bit overwhelmed, but you might, you know, seemed like things are a little bit more needed. Um, yeah. A little bit more faceted, a little bit more, you know, getting onto priorities. This is your time to really show that you have the ability to sit down and do your task list, do your focus. But we're going to see this on a larger scale because if you've noticed on a larger scale, let's just take the U.S. for a moment. On a larger scale, the U.S. is getting a lot of Stupid news that's unimportant. We're getting a lot of bull crappy going on. The world has got a lot of bull crappy going on. Why? Because Saturn has been in retrograde. So the the energy that normally says do A, you got to do B, this is your responsibility for C, isn't there. It's yeah. going, yeah, forget it. It doesn't matter. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So, what kind of challenges do you uh, feel that um, you're going to be going through right now, Ethan? Mine is my task list. I mean, lesson right now is Ethan needs to learn how to unplug for two hours a day. And when I say unplug, Uh that means Ethan is not going, is working on finding two hours in the day when he's doing mindless jabble. You know, listening to music, playing his video game, um, you know, messing around the house. But he's going to take care of his task list before he finds that two hours. That's Asian's cue mission right now. That and right now my biorhythms have gone cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. For those of yes, you know, that may have not heard that term, 
when I stopped nursing in general, I, uh-huh. you know, went through a time and I read this book called Biorhythm. And it talked about the, allowing the human body to return to its natural state because we put a lot of restrictions on our human body. You know, we eat at a certain time because that's what society tells us. We sleep at a certain time because that's what society tells us. We eat foods that, you know, have a bunch of crap in them. So Asin doesn't eat a lot of crappy foods. You know, although right. McDonald's, I'm still enjoying their crappy food. But, example, you know, instead of buying chicken patties and chicken nuggets and pizzas, I make a lot of that fresh and at home, and it's better for Asin. But the other part of that is I sleep when I sleep. If I need to go to bed at 6 in the afternoon, I go to bed at 6 in the afternoon. If I don't wake up till 5.30 the next morning, well, I needed a, my body needed 11 hours of sleep. The reason for that is, is when I go into, you know, there are days that I'll go 24, 36 hours without sleeping. But that's just because I have that built-up mental energy that allows the body to do that. Right. Right now, I'm shifting a lot. You know, and a lot of my clients are like, where are you at? Where are you at? And I'm on it like 2 in the morning and 5 in the morning and 7 in the morning. And then I'm back on at 6.30 in the evening because I've, you know, fell asleep at 11 in the, in the morning. And, you know, at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, I woke back up. But I don't restrict and set alarm clocks anymore because I live so long with an alarm clock. And that's what causes a lot of my psychic exhaustion when I just have to stop and, you know, either collapse in bed or whatever, was setting into that, okay, it's, you know, it's 930. I got to log on and I got to be there to such and such. And then I got to log off because that's what the clock says or that's what the schedule says. So right now my biorhythm is like totally changed over. I woke up this morning at 5.30 in the morning, and I've been bright-eyed and bushy-tailed all day. I've gotten so much <laughs> done, you know, and I'll probably collapse after the show. So I'm working on that. I'm trying to allow my clock to adjust itself because, you know, every year, and it, it occurs during three, you know, about three times a year, my internal clock will go freaking wonky and you know i'll either go into i'll reverse and go to what i think what i call my natural schedule which is all night long and then go to bed when the sun rises and then get up around noon when the sun is at its peak and then take a nap around dusk but when time changes happen and mercury goes into retrograde my clock goes wonkier than my computer so I'm going to have to see what new pattern forms before I really format, fill out my schedule of where I'm going with everything. So oh, those yeah. are changes that I'm working on interpersonally and understanding. Well, Randy, honey, we got to take a break. And then we when do. we come back, we'll take some calls. Absolutely. We'll see you in a minute. And you'll find us at www.themagichappens.com, your free online magazine. So I'm a cat, and I just moved in with this new human, and she's got this little toy she's always playing with, all day long. Tap, 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 bloop, bloop. She can't put it down. There it is. Oh, and get this. She even talks to it. Last week, she asked it for Chinese, and guess what? Egg rolls showed up, like magic. 
Humans have cool toys. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the shelterpetproject.org. Do you have burning questions you need answered? We all do. Visit our website at psychic.biz where you can find accurate psychics, tarot readers, and astrologers from around the world who are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. You can have your questions answered anonymously and write from your computer, tablet, or smartphone. The introductory chat is always free and we offer low permanent rates and special promotions. Our online psychics offer helpful, practical guidance into what matters most to you. Visit us today at psychic.biz. people talk to their pets. Some people talk to their plants. And some people just talk to themselves. We're not being all judgy, but how's that been working out for you? I've got a better idea. Join Master Psychic Asen Knight for Conversation with Asen, the show where you're the co-host. You call, you talk, you live a better life. You're on the air. Yes, hi. Thanks for taking my phone call. You're welcome, darling. How you doing? I'm okay. Not that great. Oh, well, how can I help you? Um, when do you see a boyfriend coming in? And don't say feel good about yourself and in 10 years. <laughs> uh, well, honey, you know, if it's going to be that long, I'll let you know. And you can get a book and a cat. Got it. I'll make it happen. <laughs> yeah. Conversation with Asen on Blog Talk Radio, Psychic Coffee Shop Online. Oh, and you can bring your cat. Hi, welcome, relax. Have a cup of your favorite topics with your hosts, Aston Knight and Rain Love. There's nothing like a good conversation to warm your soul and give your spirit a break now and then. Aeson and Love have such a wonderful way of exploring topics like psychic phenomena, important topics in our daily lives from a psychic's point of view, and you never know who else will stop by. The Psychic Coffee Shop, live on Blog Talk Radio. So come on in. We made a fresh cup of java just for you. Well, welcome back, guys. <laughs> All right, Miss Rainey, you tell them how we do this, and I'll line them up. Absolutely. Well, uh, first of all, uh, we do take our phone calls in the order that they come in. Please give us your name and birth date. That includes the year, because we're going to make sure you're 18. And, of course, your question and the name and birth date of anyone you want us to look into. So, Aiton, who do we have on first tonight? Oh, we have three, one, two, and you forgot to say we take turns, and you're in the hot seat first. So here we go. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Hi, my name's Karen, and my birthday is three thirty-one seventy-one. Welcome, Karen. And how may I help you tonight? What is your question? 
Um, I'm wondering if you see, um, I'm looking for a job. I got laid off last week, and um, I'm still kind of looking, and I'm wondering if you see any short-term projects or any type of um, anything coming up. Just kind of see what's coming up, right? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Karen, 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 Karen. Uh, yeah, it's interesting, though. Uh, okay. I do see that there's something coming up here. However, I don't see that it's going to be very long, okay? But I, what I am getting here is enjoy the spring. I do see money coming in and your needs being taken care of. There is a female involved with respect to where that opportunity comes in. Interesting, I see a lot of focus uh, during this time period with regard to love, too. So whatever that means to you, that's coming <laughs> up. I'm <laughs> going, okay, I know that's not really the question, but it's the part of the answer. Uh, so uh, there's a little bit of focus in that area. You will be okay. Uh, again, enjoy the spring. The opportunities coming up, it comes in through a female. Okay. 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 I will keep my eyes out. Yeah. And, and you are you are right about the love. Um, I okay. had a date, and it went very well last night. So, yes, okay. that is correct. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Well, like I said, that just kind of popped in, in the middle of it, and I went, oh, okay, I don't know what this is about, but I'll go for it. Sounds <laughs> good, right on target. Yeah. On target. So there's a little bit there you get to enjoy. So I would say, you know, focus, narrow, enjoy, enjoy the romance, enjoy, okay. you know, relationship right now. See where it goes, um, and the money will be okay. It will come in. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds okay. good. You have a wonderful evening, Karen. You too. Thank you so much. Thank you. Awesome. All right, guys. I'm going to go over and take 360. 360, you're on the air. Oh, hi. This is Lori. Hi, Lori. Hi. <laughs> um, my birthday is 10 1459. Uh huh. And, um, I'm kind of like I feel kind of paralyzed on what I do with not knowing if this there's going to be a war and if uh, the Republicans are going to be cutting all the um, you know social programs okay. like social security mm-hmm. and all that. Right. Yeah. Well, one, they're not going to be able to do that. Okay. I'll go on the record now. If they value their jobs, they will not touch Social Security. Um, Our little Mad Hatter, I think, will be out in September. And matter of fact, I'll go ahead and give those that give us the the cards that I went ahead and pulled on this over air because I don't normally do that. We have the High Priestess here, which shows me that there's a woman in power, and she has – some secrets that will be told. I actually think this is the attorney general right now, the formal attorney general. She knows some things. Then we have the moon card in reverse. And with the moon card being in reverse, it means that we're looking at all the things and all the fears we have, but that, you know, fears are just that they're fears. We do have the empress card showing up in the position of power for me. So the empress card shows that things will be clicking away. And we actually get some, um, abundance coming our way we do have the six of swords here which shows me that someone's going to be sent away with their little minions and their issues and then the two of wands shows that we'll be forced to make a choice and i think that the person in power that will be forced to make that choice is not the current one 
and it looks to be more of a financial balancing for the country. Okay. What um what do you think about what this thing with uh Korea? With Korea, I think that Kim Jong-un is a big overpowered baby. I think that, you know, we are going to be forming some partnerships. I'd say about eight countries are going to join in with that, and they will most likely bring justice and balance back into it because it's going to end the cycle. I also think that we need to be not only watching out what's going on with Korea, because Korea by itself is just an issue. We need to be looking at the greater picture there of the Pacific, of that area again, because we have Korea, which China keeps Korea in check. Because if they don't, it's kind of like, you know, with the Ukraine, um, Russia kept the Ukraine in check because they supplied all the gas to them. So if they didn't behave, they got their gas turned off. Well, China supplies all the stuff to Korea that they can't get elsewhere. Otherwise, Mm. that country is in danger. So as long as China's kept happy, we keep China happy, which means we keep paying our bill, then they're going to keep Korea in check because they don't want to have a problem there. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. And then then, uh, um, what about uh, the Syria thing and all that? Well, Syria has been in trouble since I think the fourth, the four hundreds. So I'd say the fourth century. The problem with Syria is it's a divided land. It has always been a divided land. The issue, however, is that we need to go in there and divide it and go. Okay, everybody that is with this person go to the left. Everybody that is with this person go to the right. But the UN isn't going to act on that right now because. They want to try to control the way it goes. And until we get a unified stance on it, we're not going to be able to do much with them. Because that you know, that land is just soaked in blood, honey, from centuries upon right. centuries since the Moors invaded. So that is going to always be a chaotic land. Um, it's going to, it's like Bosnia and her and Bosnia. It's a divided land. The Afghanistans are divided land because doing the reunification of World War Two, we went in there and we said, oh, little country A and little country B and little country C and little country D all go together. It doesn't work that way. You can't operate that yeah. way. And with Syria, there is no government left. No unifying mm-hmm. government to keep everybody together. So you have a bunch of states over there and a bunch of idiots, you know, kind of like we get around here, that want to do, do the spit for spat. No, I want your land. You want my land. I want to control your what your wife – you know, it's really a divided area. So we're going to – the only way that we're going to be able to bring peace to that area is go in, take it over old style, split it up the way it's supposed to along the tribal lines – like we've done in uh, North Africa, and say, all right, you are now Uzbekistan, and you are now um, South Africa, and be done with it. What do you think is going to happen Friday with the filibuster and nuclear? It's a roll of the eyes, honey. Here's the facts, and people aren't going to like this, but I'm going to give it anyhow. We need to upgrade our nuclear technology for not only our safety, but the world's safety. 
Because here's the fact. Those things that control that nuclear weapon are 1960s computers and 1970 computers. Can you imagine an Apple IIe nowadays controlling one of yeah. the most powerful weapons? Okay. Oh, that yeah. Apple II, I, I, I read know, that. Something you know, about... Yeah, I read something about... Uh, we can't defend against Russian these Russian missiles. Oh, we can defend against them. That ain't the issue. The problem, the main problem, yeah. and this is what the news media isn't covering, is the technology yeah. is so out of date that if there, if for some reason that that system were to crash or malfunction, then we could have nuclear weapons in the air, out of our control because the computer. It failed. That's the issue. It has nothing to do with us. You know, we still, the United States still has more nuclear weapons and nuclear technology that we could end this planet tomorrow. That's why we've got yeah. the, that's why it scares me that we've got the Mad Hatter in there till September. But the technology is so decrepit, it's ridiculous. Your iPhone or your Android phone is more technically advanced than what is controlling your nuclear weapons. Wow. Okay. So that would be a good thing for us to update our systems and update our technology. Um, what about that um, Neil Gorsuch thing on Friday that, they're, you know, the Democrats are trying to filibuster? But that oh, that's McConnell a stance. That's just a stance. To what? It's a stance. It's a pissing contest. Yeah. It will he get yeah. in. He it is. Won't. He won't. Oh. Okay. And it doesn't matter if he does or doesn't. Because what's in power mm-hmm. now won't be in power come January 5th. That long, huh? It, well, you know, we've got, and I'm going to say this, and I may be wrong. You know, yeah. but we're going to have we're going to have another Nixon situation. And if you look at how Nixon's cabinet fell apart two days after he resigned, mostly his cabinet quit. And believe me, when uh, President, um, what is his name? Bush. Who's our vice president now? Pence. Uh, Pence. Pence. When when President yeah. Pence sets down, he's going to fire those idiots. I would be surprised if he even keeps if he keeps the butler. Uh, gee, so you don't see um, any kind of like they sent all those troops out to the Red China Sea, you know, and we needed we were going to be there anyhow. Oh, okay. Okay. See, a lot of this okay. fear tactic crap this Mad Hatter is pulling is exactly that fear tactic. We were going to be in the Red China Sea. We have bases in the Red China, okay? So we have to restaff yeah. those, and we have to. We've been running war games over there since probably '93. So we normally piss off Kim Jong Un all the time. Oh. Okay, we still come oh. bases in Japan from World War II, so we've already got the military there. Okay. So, you know, here's my stance on a lot of this news media coming out of, oh, my goodness, the government is going to do this. Just take a breath. 
go and okay. do a little research. Go check out okay. BBC. Go check out Sky News. They will tell you what's actually going on in this world. Okay. Okay? The rest um, of this stuff, yeah. there's things that they can't touch. Social Security is its independent insurance company. Okay? Yeah. And I have a feeling that the healthcare will become that within five years to where it's independent oh. from the government. They can't do anything with it. You know, it's like if you walk into State Farms and you go, okay, I want to buy auto insurance. It'll be set up that way. But we're oh. not there yet. Okay, and a yeah. lot of this fear mongering, fear tactics, shooting tweets this way and that way by the Mad Hatter is just that. It's the Mad Hatter, honey. Oh, gee. Okay. Okay, <laughs> to keep everybody all in a story, all in a turn, it's like when the Mad Hatter's rabbit, Flynn, got onto the Security Council, and now he's no longer on the Security Council because Flynn was an idiot. Actually, Flynn is packing his bags, and I will be not surprised if he doesn't go running for the hills because he knows he's going to get indicted. Okay? Um, yeah. Um, you know, and then you guys were talking about Facebook, you know, and, um, like, I was, uh, on, on some groups on Facebook and they all those trolls, you know, they hacked the groups and took uh-huh. them all over and and like I started looking at the hackers um profiles, you know, and they turned out to be all those alt right people, alt right guys. Well, they have a really terrifying agenda. Honey, you know, we have a better term for them. It's called bigots. And we've had them since probably eighteen forties. Uh Okay, so, you know, the alt-right or whatever, no, they're just re-marketized bigots. They're what? Re-labeled bigots. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Do you think they're taking over Facebook? They run Facebook or what? No, they don't run Facebook. The Facebook is sort um, still stuck into our country, you know, Facebook is under Facebook's control and Facebook is doing what they think they're doing. You got to realize Facebook's now an old company, but they don't have a clue of where their technology is going. There's literally no grand scheme of how to run it because it's a brand new thing. Sweetie, hon, I love this conversation. If you would do me a favor and call in on Tuesday, me and you can sit here and talk about a lot more of this, but unfortunately, we're out of time. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. You have a blessed evening. All right, guys. That's tonight's show. Thank you for joining us. Remember to um, share it, like it, and you can reach me on Psychic.biz. You can reach Randy over on Psychic.biz. And I believe Miss Rainey will be in Dallas, Texas. So if you are in Dallas and you'd like to get a private reading from her, you need to contact her quickly because she will book up fast. So until next <laughs> week, good night, y'all. Good night, y'all. Good night, Ethan. Good night, Rainy. Are you at a crossroads in your life? Or are you feeling stuck and not sure where to turn? We can help.
Visit our website at psychic.biz from your computer, smartphone, or tablet where you can get accurate readings and insight by speaking with any one of our tested advisors. We offer live chat, video sessions, one-on-one -on -one phone calls, and even email readings. We have several gifted psychics, tarot readers, astrologers, and other healers from around the world who are available to you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Your initial chat is always free, and our psychics do offer special prices and low permanent rates. Visit us today at Psychic.biz and get the guidance you need today for your tomorrow. You're listening to the Magic Happens Radio Network, sponsored by the Magic Happens Magazine. You'll find us at www.themagichappens.com. 